with us. Yeah, good that you're listening to episode 41 of the weekly SS Creed Valhalla podcast. I'm your host, Jordan, Joe Raptor, and of course, as always, joined by Jordan from It's Jordan Does. How are you doing, man? I'm doing really well. I have nice. my samurai sword here. I'm incredibly excited. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Not that Do you know excited. something that we don't know, Jordan? Do you want to wanna no, spill the beans already? Anything. I mean, I know no. that you've been to Ubisoft. Like, I know that you can talk about it, but as one of the only people, you were able to fly across the world, go to Canada, mm-hmm. or actually, it's mm-hmm. like not across the world for you, but yeah, it's close by. So, and uh, see what they've been cooking there—the new mobile game. Yeah, really excited for you. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 Lee. I did not pl- touch any mobile games uh, oh. except for like. Uh, eight of them. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> no, I do not have any special, unique information. I'm mainly just goofing. I, I, I do enjoy the rumor season a little bit. We will, I think, talk about that kind of briefly on today's mm-hmm. episode. We want to give it some attention, but also there are times where certain rumors pop out and they are apparently fake, like pretty, 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 pretty fake. Yeah. And it's always interesting how uh, it always starts with like uh, a rumor and then eventually um, those rumors stack info on top of each other. So there will be one that says something that is correct. And then the closer we get to the actual announcement, um, the new rumors will always have some info from that previous rumor, but with some extra tidbits. And then there will always be someone who kind of like has some inside knowledge who kind of like says yeah it's in that that direction and then it kind of goes from there so i think we're still really in that early window where people are just throwing things at the wall and uh let's wait for jason to uh confirm stuff yeah that's kind of where i live my life (laughs) that's what we're all (laughs) kind of waiting for um so yeah we will be discussing that and way more valhalla stuff that has been going on in the game we got the purple pink boxes i'm really curious to hear your take on those uh, jordan um the avenge quests are actually showing up more often now uh the new item pack released the third one of the year uh and we got like a submission as well i want to like talk a bit about our post-launch predictions so far kind of see where we're at and i think we're like kind of in the middle of it name or actually we're closing to the closing in on the launch of the druids expansion so I want to like kind of get uh, see where we're at. Um, of course, the podcast goes live every Saturday on your favorite podcast service. If you are like listening via Spotify or Apple Podcast, totally make sure that you follow that stream. So every time a new update or episode goes live, you will be notified. Of course, you can also go to SoundCloud, um, and there you will find the new episode as well, and you can download it there. You can leave a comment there. I will respond to that. Or you can, of course, also go the extra mile and support the show financially. That would really help us out here. Uh, For $2 per month, you get access to the video version of the podcast. So you can see our faces as we live record it. Um, And you can become a member for $2 per month by going to my YouTube channel, Joe Raptor, and hitting the join button next to the subscribe button. And I want to thank some people for doing that. I want to thank Boy, Sirius, or actually uh, Bastion and kiel and shane 
and I think we want to thank uh, Nate, yeah, Sparks as well. So thank you for becoming a Velociraptor member. You can also become a member for five dollars per month, uh, like Brian, Sirius, uh, Stefan, Tobias did, and they get two days early access to the show, to the video version, and uh, yeah, listen to it immediately after we live record because we also live record it every Thursday on Twitch.tv Raptor. Hang out in the chat with everyone there. Uh, and that's already a really, really cool if you just listen to it or, yeah, just, like, uh, hang out in the live chat. People sometimes have some input. We have polls going on. Are you hyped about the new game? People are hyped, as we see in the poll. So that's interesting. Some people want more Valhalla info. Well, we got both. We got both here. So stick around. Of course, you can also leave a review. That would also really help us out. And Jordan, you're in charge of those reviews. And we got a new one, right? Yeah. Oh, wait. We oh, got we a... do. From... Oh, yeah. I'm what gonna... was that? Now yeah, we got some uh, subs. And everyone will hear the Odyssey sign now if you're like an audio listener. Of course, we first... Uh, okay. <laughs> Thank Thanks, you, Hambo. For... Yeah, for the insane Ham... amount of gifted subs. <laughs> we just got to set up like a, a Hambone section part of the podcast. And uh, we'll be good. But we, ha we do have a new review from the IRS... Um, the Internal Revenue Service of the United States government, uh, which is does our tax, um, wow. our tax management, um, they apparently leave a review. I really enjoy listening to the podcast while in the end game. I did the mythical world storylines. When you fight Fenrir for the second time, there's a spoiler. Sorry, I didn't <laughs> into, uh, there's a chance uh, when you finish killing him, it sends you flying out of the map and kills you, makes you fight him again, and it's just annoying. Bug, not stuck. Though. I would, I would uh, love to fight the mythical creatures again. So tell me how yeah. to do this. Yeah, tell tell us how to do this. Iris. <laughs> it's tax season. You shouldn't be playing anyways. Um, <laughs> you should go back to work. No, I'm just kidding. Sorry. Thank you so much for your review. Uh, we really appreciate it. And uh, yeah, that's kind of a if if you were to pick one bug in the game to have, that might be the best one. Yeah, if you like can fight yeah. the mythical creature. I really thought. What what did you think? Now now that people know, like you had a lot of time, and Fenrir was actually already. Uh, like in the promotional material, so I don't think we're spoiling anything. Like, what did you think of the the boss fight? Because I tried him when I was like a hundred power level, hundred twenty, uh, and that is when I when I did it because I was focused on the mythical worlds first, and I thought it was actually really yeah. cool that you could still like beat him. It was quite challenging though, but it was quite challenging. I beat him a little. I was like two or three hundred, and it it went by pretty quick. I like the for me. When I was going through that part of the game, I was actually more interested in that storyline. Like, I was kind of interested to oh, see yeah. what was happening. And so, honestly, the combat kind of felt second to me in that boss fight. And so, like, now that I've reached post-game and now I'm starting to kind of, like, critique the combat and all that stuff, like, I wish it was better uh, when I did it. But at the time, I was kind of like, yeah, this isn't very fun, but I, I am curious about what happens next. Um, after this um, or maybe there? there's more boss fights or yeah yeah I, I, I think overall the amount of boss fights in Valhalla are actually one of the coolest things because I remember you yeah. before launch talking about how and that was so surprising because I kind of forgot about that part from the Legacy of the First Blade DLC from Odyssey where the third episode actually finally introduced some cool 
boss encounters mm-hmm. where you, you where you for the first time really had to like kind of look at your surroundings and yeah just a way yeah. tougher fight than the regular mercenaries we already had so uh, so many times and i think it's really cool that valhalla already had that in the main game like a lot mm-hmm. definitely i think like that would be a big win for these dlcs coming out we should definitely take some time in these upcoming episodes to talk a little bit more about these uh these dlcs oh yeah uh, we don't have too much information but i hope that they're like that because i do remember the legacy of the first blade being like um you're you were already an experienced odyssey player at that time and it kind of through the invisible huntsman stuff kind of throws you for a loop makes you reassess your gameplay just a little bit and so that'd be pretty nice to have yeah. from like a dlc experience with the druids yeah, for stuff. sure. Yeah, for, for, for right now the druids more more seem to be like uh, order members. So not sure if there will be like mm-hmm. a, a real fight uh, between them. Although they do seem a, a little more capable than uh, a lot of the uh, order members. I mean, the the druids are seer like, so yeah, I wouldn't put it past Woo! this druid DLC to have some mythical element to it. Some where Ireland, you take drugs again and yeah. go, yeah, awesome. Some, some I, w- druid I would be mysteries. Yeah, I would be down for that. And of course, we still have that, like, uh, Benoit, the Codef game director, teasing that there will be a way to replay the mythical creatures. And that's right now what we've already discussed multiple times before. Such a miss that we have these these cool worlds and these really cool bosses Mm -hmm. that you encounter once. And um, after, when the game is over, there's, yeah, you want to, like, re-experience them in some way without, like, fully replaying the game. So it would be cool if we mm-hmm. saw that. I really think that that will be the new game mode, uh, like the River Raids that we saw, uh, that we will see in Season 2. But uh, we will have yeah. to wait and see. So thanks for your the review. sandbox animus, bring it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, thank it. you for your review. <laughs> there is actually in the Avengers game, and I know, I don't think you've played it, right? But no. um, I, I, I immediately thought of you when I saw this video. So it was like leaked in the... In the Avengers game, and I know a lot of people don't care about it. I don't mind. I I actually enjoyed it quite a lot, despite its issues. Mm-hmm. But you have a harm room, sort of training room, and a new feature that will introduce, uh, like with a new update, is that you can actually select the enemies that you want to have appear in the harm room, and you get like these crazy, like ten spider bolts, or it looks crazy. It looks like when you look at it, you think, okay, my console, like from. 2013 if you have like an older console can never run this so i'm sure there will be some limitations per per platform but that was really what you wanted right where you can just like uh, spawn enemies in and and just make your own kind of encounters in this game or even like the simple like kind of if you remember from like call of old call of Duty, like nazi zombies where it you it's just a game mode where you get like thrown into waves or something and all kinds of enemies from the game you've played just keep coming at you until you die and see how many waves you can get something like that i think as uh especially since they put so much effort the main reason i kind of speak about that is because they did these arenas they didn't do that for valhalla this time around but they had the arenas in Odyssey and Origins, and I was like, "What if you just did like a yeah, like a wave? It never yeah. ends until you get it." And then the, that that introduces some healthy competitiveness. People are like, "Oh, I made it to wave twelve, or I want to yeah, try yeah. something else." I don't know. 
yeah, I think and, it and, helps with post game replayability. Yeah, for for sure. Uh, and and it was also like I was like playing I think during the weekly reset stream, and I encountered these sort of wolf monster. Like in the codex, you can also see all the enemies in the game, and one is like a wolf mm-hmm. monster that has like a wolf companion. And I really think there are only like two camps in the game that have that enemy. So it really feels that some enemies that are like super cool and unique are pretty, mm. yeah, like not really utilized. So I think in a wave-based mode to suddenly have like three of them fighting you would already be uh, really, really cool. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, let's hope that uh, we learn more about that. I mean, that's the exciting kind of thing. We will likely in two weeks know more about Season 2 uh, of Valhalla and immediately instead of like i i still miss the sort of this month in as a discreet post that we had for origins and odyssey but what we now get is like a, a way bigger look in the future so when they talk about this new festival that will be happening this month we will likely know what the mode is that is coming likely in may uh as well so that will be curious to speculate on and uh kind of see but there are already crazy things in the game right now we kind of talked uh last week of course in our previous episode 40 about the kind of lack of replayability in the river raids that were supposed to be highly replayable uh which is still kind of sad because i was like recording footage for the new uh black raven uh item uh pack that was uh, that was released and i was just going to the uh older forts uh, in the main game like not going to these river raids and really mm-hmm. if you told me that before the mode was launched that i would instead of going to the river raids for combat encounters be just to the regular camps i already done multiple times i would say no i don't believe you but that's really where we're at because it takes so much time to get to these camps and when you're there you have like 10 enemies maybe and then it's like still kind of weird but yeah they have found a new and interesting way or maybe it's not intentional. I don't think it's intentional, Jordan. But in the River Raids, you can find purple-pink boxes um, mm-hmm. hidden behind sort of animus walls. And the game clearly tells you, hey, this area, you can't go there. But people found a way to, uh, like, actually with a pretty sick trick, to get through these walls. I've been doing a, t- a ton of trial and error this week uh, trying to figure it out. And uh, then you can interact with these boxes and they give you a Valkyrie item. And it's always the same item for every box. So you get the Valkyrie cloak or the Valkyrie chest. And there's a third box as well, which gives you the Valkyrie helm. But that's really hard to uh, to kind of get. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I just want to start that, like, what, what was your reaction to really this? I'm really proud of Ubisoft. You know, like this is, this is what the fan base has been asking for. Is finally we get access to some of these Helix items, right? Yeah. Sure, we get to keep them. Right, if we don't own them, right? Yeah, 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 for sure. Uh, f- for like a few seconds, because when you like leave to the settlement and with an internet connection on, the game will see that you don't own it. But yeah, th- they they yeah. did listen. No. Like we said, hey, give Fawn's shop uh, some Helix items. So they yeah. thought, hey, people like loot boxes, right? We we just put them in the river rates. It's actually I'm, so to me, those are obviously like debug testing type of stuff. Um, maybe some developer left them in there or something with the lot. I think it it reveals two things to me is that there is still this. Um, I, I, you're never going to have a bugless game. That's never going to be. A no, thing. No, no. I don't want people to hear me talk and say, like, this game needs to be completely clean head to toe. That's not possible. Um, but it is a, another reflection 
I think of some disorganization when it comes to like uh, certain parts of the game. It, it, it just kind of reaffirms some of the, the things we've kind of been feeling when it comes to certain issues being fixed in the game. And, and this time around, it was just kind of interesting that it was uh, loot boxes, but they contained um, fixed Helix store items. So, Maybe they were testing around the idea of, you know, giving some Helix items away uh, and they I don't, someone nixed it. But I don't think so either. No, but no, no. I don't know why. I, maybe it's just uh, I, I've done this as a developer before. You just pick the only ID you know. So maybe they were just testing boxes and they just picked some gear ID and it happened to be a Helix store item instead of a free yeah, uh, or a default I mean, game I'm item. of course like talking out of my ass here as well. Like I, I, I don't know how yeah. these things happen, but it's. I think for one, it tells you indeed that they were still rushing to meet this deadline. Obviously, to have this out in February, so they forgot to remove them because I'm sure next update they will be gone. Um, maybe yeah. it is that they were like testing the river rates, so then you spawn in a character without any loot or something and then you just interact with the box and you get like a like a set like i maybe that is what it is so that's why they are there i don't know mm -hmm. or but why we get like a valkyrie item i think it's because likely the first item on the helix list something like that because it was there at launch mm. and it is like a cloak chest so that's like left uh if you look at the inventory <coughs> menu you have of course the cloak top left under that chest and then right you got the helm so likely the next box we will find is the um are the arms uh, and then you go from there i would not be surprised if that mm -hmm. might be it um yeah it's definitely some sort of loot testing um yeah to me it kind of it does make me think that like uh that the game is kind of when it comes to loot and stuff, especially with the duplicate factor and the fact that we can duplicate runes. If you're not familiar, go watch one of Jorah Raptor's videos. Uh, at least the most recent one, I think about the, these boxes, he kind of explains that you can yeah. duplicate runes if you have two of the same uh, piece of gear whenever we duplicate them. So uh, to me, that just tells me that like the gear is unique and he, valhalla but it's like really unique like it's coded unique meaning like i think that yeah essentially the flexibility of being able to make adjustments on the gear or like being able to have different variants of the same uh piece of I items i think is um incredibly mm. challenging and yeah. hard to do uh and so things like this kind of show me or kind of reaffirm that feeling a little bit. Obviously I don't work on the game. I don't know anything about how it works. So I could be talking about my ass and whoever worked on that system right now could be like, you don't get it. <laughs> but, <laughs> Send um, in your input to yeah, com. But love that's to just the impression I get. And so it just makes me think like, if you anticipate some major sweep, like me, someone, if you're like me and you expect some, some sweeping changes to the gear system, like I would not, uh, get we are here. We're 19 yeah. minutes in, and we're back. <laughs> Good everyone. Help. Welcome to the Gear Welcome Show. To the Gear Cast. I want to thank Melatris for becoming done. a prime sub here on Twitch. <laughs> really, really appreciate it. 
Um, I actually, Jordan, uh, asked for an interview again, and it seems like oh, we nice. got some progress. So um, I, I sent over a list with questions that just came out of, uh, like that I could think of. Uh, I will likely still uh, like maybe remove some and add some others. Um, and they're kind of like it seems to hopefully like fingers crossed, of course. But I would fi- I would really hope that uh, that we that we get like someone from like working on the game post launch to kind of answer our questions because that would just give us a way better understanding of what is going on. Yeah. But I think for what the purple pink curious, boxes. Yeah. yeah what I would be curious to ask is like how how happy are they with what they've launched? Like, have they hit what they've wanted to hit? Cause like, if it, I'm, I'm okay. If it's not to like the capacity that we want or something, I just would want to hear from uh, someone on the post launch team and leadership to be like, no, we haven't hit all the things we've wanted to hit. And we're working really hard. We're trying to, there's just certain challenges or things yeah, like yeah. I'd even be okay with something like as simple as that uh, to a degree, but yeah, yeah, um, because right yeah. now we have no uh, like. Right now they only communicate through press releases, and and that's mm-hmm. kind of weird for a post-launch strategy yeah. where you're really like the people who are playing now are the most hardcore because they stick around mm-hmm. after launch. So. Just some humanity, just yeah, a yeah, little yeah. bit. Yeah, it would be nice. So <laughs> I hope to have that interview and uh, bring some news cool. here. Uh, that that would be really cool, but yeah, we it can always go like last minute sideways, but I'm, I'm feeling good about it now. So uh, let's hope that uh, we what can if, like. Figure what if out. we try to just throw it out into the nucleus? Maybe some one of them, the the PR team may not like it, but if they wanted to hop onto a podcast, a more free form discussion, that'd be kind of fun. yeah, yeah. That that would be even better, obviously. But uh, yeah, let, let's see if this maybe let's see if this worked out first, but. Uh, yeah, I think it will be. Uh, yeah, I think it um, would be great. We have a we have a ton to to ask, but I'm like like more more curious. Like, what what was the thought process behind the river rates, for example? And if they say it was mm-hmm. like exactly how it launched, then yeah, just I of course want to know. Okay, but why uh, was what are you like adding more stuff to the river rates? So yeah, to, to get a feel mm-hmm. of, of we if we will have to uh, or if we can like return. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So we have uh, <laughs> we have a, a poll as well. Did AC... you see it? I did. Yeah, the poll for our audio listeners. One of the mods did as: Are you satisfied with Ubisoft's communication? And the options are: Yes, it's informative. It's all right. Wish it was a bit more. Or no, they don't tell a shit. Um, <laughs> which no, they don't tell a shit is a. Uh, Seventy one percent winning out at seventy two percent at this. Point. Yeah, because l- l- and let's kind of stay on this. So, talking about the purple pin boxes, mm-hmm. it will likely be fixed. It's kind of weird that it slipped through, um, but they likely thought nobody can glitch through through the wall. And and well, here we are. By the way, someone <laughs> also gamers. Uh, we can yeah. find a way. We can clip through anything if we really put our minds yeah. to it. <laughs> yeah. Well, they figured it out. Um, and uh, what's also funny, funny is that someone went back to like an older save to get to try and get gunk nearby doing the same tactic, and it worked. So then you can like get it way before completing the story. Wow! Yeah, it, wow. I tried it. It's like extra hardcore. It's like super challenging. Someone made a video of like nine minutes, 
And I was like, okay, let's do this. And after like an hour, I was like, okay, this, no, not for me, not for me. But uh, I appreciate everyone uh, trying to figure that out. Okay, we had some other weird things going on. And yeah, that, that also like kind of, uh, yeah, you, you, just, you just hope that uh, it just... Kind of weird. Okay, the, I'm not sure if you like saw the new uh, light bow that was added, the new black raven bow, yeah, the raven's beak. Mm -hmm. So it's a predator yeah. bow on the item card with a light bow when you use it, um, which means that you basically have the predator bow, the consecutive hits sort of perk from the predator bow uh, combo skill uh, with the light bow, which of course super strong. Um, yeah, yeah. So that's also kind of weird. That's pretty. Yeah, that that that's like an again another a gear thing. I I know we make fun of like oh gear, but like that is part of the post launch experience. I think late in uh, Odyssey or it, Odyssey <laughs> in like uh, Valhalla and uh, these recent AC games. So I think it is fair to talk about this like we do. But um, uh, yeah, especially when moments like this come up, because to me when this came out, it kind of did reignite my excitement for like possible combinations in Valhalla again. And so, Oh yeah. Uh, I think that a, a revisit to builds and gears and stuff definitely has a really big impact on like people's excitement uh, after the game or in the end game. And it gives them a lot more flexibility. So yeah. if they, uh, if they want to make more uh, light bow predator mistakes, I'm totally down for things like that. I mean, kind of open <laughs> But yeah, this is a mistake, but I, I do get, I, I do think that, uh, and I actually talked about this with Dennis, like, uh, yesterday on our Slack as well. Like, I do think that, and we kind of saw that with Odyssey as well, where the first armor sets they released, or actually with Odyssey, it was kind of like, and they, they totally, at one point, all the item, they, they just had, they already had the engraving, I think, for something, and then ju they just put mm -hmm. it on the armor set. So, at one point, the, uh, the armor sets weren't that exciting, but... For Valhalla, um, I thought the St. George's set was pretty interesting where you have to like impale an enemy first with either the mm -hmm. longsword or the, the spear and then you get a bonus. Like I know like I don't think a lot of people were using that. So now you actually have like you're pushing. I, I just love it when armor sets push you to play in a certain way. And this new Black Raven mm -hmm. armor set does that oh. as well. As long as you hit the enemy after three times, you get like a buff. And the, the moment you miss, you lose that buff. So you are forced to always hit the target. I think that's pretty funny. And the new one uh, that, that still needs to come out, the Celtic one, um, that is like about like unarmed combat and giving you like a sick boost to that. So you, mm -hmm. uh, you have like a sort of thunder effect. It's still kind of sad, obviously, that we're now seeing exciting endgame play styles being behind a $15 or higher yeah uh, um, well not just that too but i mean this kind of leads will. into one of the other topics we want to talk to is like certain caps and stuff so even when you do get like an interesting piece of gear there are still these like attack yeah. caps and stuff that are in the game that kind of limit the the particular i I think they're trying to just overbalance Valhalla. I don't know if that's the right way to say it is like not saying I we need every piece of gear to be OP and we want to one hit everything. I just feel like that they are nerfing the gear 
and I, and I don't know what the if it's like we need en- enemy scaling or something, but it just because of those caps, it feels like the very incentives of a lot yeah. of these perks just kind of yeah we haven't th- just don't touched on land. this yet. But what you mean is like uh, what what some people figured out, and I will likely do a video on this as well. That if you, for example, use a weapon which has plus forty attack or just thirty attack mm-hmm. uh, on it. You just don't get the amount that it says, and actually the amount of attack on the web that like the so for example a weapon is like uh, has like a regular damage of a hundred fifty, and um, thanks to that buff you get one hundred eighty, but you also have skills that enhance your attack and stuff like that. Well, you cannot get above the one hundred eighty. So if your weapon already says plus thirty, but through skills you get plus ten as well, you will always stay at one hundred eighty while the main damage was 150, while without this 30 damage cap, it would have been way higher. But I think there are two mm-hmm. problems here. One, that problem, like it's a single-player game. Who cares? But the other problem is, of course, okay, 30 attack, that's one extra damage? <laughs> like, so, mm-hmm. so there are like already two two issues there that we've kind of hammered that's what I mean. a, a couple of times. But. I don't mean nerfed. Like, if people hear nerfed, they might be like, well, I'm overpowered. I'm killing everyone. I don't think gear is nerfed. No, what I mean is like dampened and like the the actual impact of the perks and the things and the runes and how you combine your Avor character. Uh, a lot of those decisions and choices. Um, there, every choice you make is already kind of above the you'll do enough damage line, you know. So, like the uh, the way I'm picturing it is that there's like a uh, a horizontal line of like this is the average damage in the game, and ev- doesn't matter what you pick, everything lives kind of above that line, and nothing really dips you beneath to kind of make you think a little bit more about how to design your character. If you like, Mm -hmm. for example, approaching new game modes or things like that, where you're like, Oh, I, I engage this new boss. That was a really fun fight. They beat me in the river raid. I need to go switch out this weapon. Maybe a flail do better with them or something like that. Like I, I, those are the types of experiences that, um, uh, that like when these black raven bows come out and all of a sudden it is kind of a, a, a glitch. It's unintentional, but adding that in all of a sudden like kind of puts yeah. a light bulb on where you're like, oh, like interesting. Let me try it. And it, yeah, it yeah. makes you want to play a little bit more. But, but that, that, that's overall like kind of the issue uh, w- with the game in general yeah. where every arm, where every item is unique, but no item is special apart from some of the Isu weapons. But if you really like put wow, a lens yeah. on them, um, they're like, sure, they have a special effect, which is kind of cool, and they look pretty unique. But that in terms like... of attack, or in terms of like effect, they don't change your gameplay that much compared to another sword. So, like, that that's kind of... Mm-hmm. What you just said there, I think, is like the best way to sum up uh, how I feel and like the what I'm trying to articulate you said it perfectly every item is unique but not special like yeah like that's that that that's exactly what I mean yeah yeah and and that's what if you look like a game uh, I, I already made I also made a ton of videos on Borderlands I really like that game and even like early mm-hmm. in the game you have like funny like they of course made a whole big deal of like a like if you reload a weapon something crazy happens 
Um, so they are really going over the top. It's a single player game. Who cares if you get super OP? And I think that actually like makes it way more fun because, okay, I'm now way mm -hmm. too OP with this build. Let's see if I can get way more super OP in this build as well. And now everything in Valhalla is just super samey. You're like, you're all yeah. dealing the same amount of damage. Uh, the weapons feel different, sure, but my hammer, like one hammer is the same as the other hammer, even if they look different. And that's kind of sad. And mm -hmm. that's what we're now kind of seeing, though, with the, uh, they are now d getting a little bit creative. But yeah, we're only seeing that really with the item pack so far. And uh, yeah, that's kind of yeah. sad. Um, and yeah, creative mm -hmm. still in the Valhalla sense because, to be fair, like the Black Raven gives you that nice buff if you don't miss. But if you just use the Huntsman armor with like another bow, you will still be fine. Like it's not like that you really notice it or anything. So uh, I, I just love. Like I think if you made a game like an RPG and someone says, "Yeah, I just used the ra the first armor I got." And the first weapon I got and I completed the whole game. I think then you have to be like, okay, we did something wrong. And that's sadly the yeah. case in this game. Mm -hmm. um, I still have like a gear. I, I still, for example, have a wealth icon on the map for gear that I just haven't collected yet. And I, I because I, why would I? Like, what, that's not going to change <laughs> yeah. my, my experience at all. And, and that's what we were kind of hoping for before launch, right? That every new item and... That's kind of what I already saw yeah. during the preview events, that it wasn't just exciting to get weapons at all. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I've already said my piece on yeah, that yeah. plenty of times. <laughs> Any news uh, for official cool. customization? By the way, ask no. But I would be shocked if we don't get it, like, in March. Then it has been more than four months. Uh, I think it's time, right? But, uh, yeah, we will... Um, yeah, I mean, that I had a prediction... Oh, yeah. That's still holding strong that transmogs will not happen before DLC 1. That's my yeah, only I mean, strength prediction. It, it, it's, it, it's, it can still happen, man. Uh, there's no indication that, it, that it's coming soon. We, we are like... We, at one mm -hmm. point, we learned that it was coming thanks to someone actually like calling out Ubisoft for promising it before launch and not delivering. So then they had to confirm it. But I would not be surprised if then they were like, damn, we have to make it. You you go make it. And uh, yeah, they've still been working on it. Yeah, let's mm -hmm. hope we get it because it would make the game more fun. But I really think, to be fair, if they launch it, it will be like, oh, nice. But what's what what now, right? So it, it will just yeah. be a nice too little life. Too late to a degree. Yeah, or, or it will be nice for when the new DLCs hit. But it would have been nice yeah. throughout the whole experience. Or for uh, new players who like yeah, yeah, have sure. yet to pick up the game, I guess. I mean, but... I'm still seeing my Odyssey content like doing crazy well because reasons people are still playing that game. It's pretty wild. Yeah, I definitely get more Odyssey questions still than yeah. the Hollow ones. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And that that's gets me to another <laughs> point before we like look at one of the submissions we got. Um, yeah. And it's just a small one, and we of course gonna look briefly at the the leak. Um, like Ubisoft is now doing these Ubisoft Connect challenges, right? Where they, mm -hmm. for example, ask us to drink one or do one million drinking games in a week, and we're failing all these challenges. I want to like, let's see if I'm like I can get into the game uh, and see if I can like. Uh... Oh. 
if I can like uh, see how far we are. But really, right right now, we're just not like finishing these these community challenges. And I I do think that that has kind of a connection, maybe where. For one, these these goals might be like too crazy. One million drinking games in a month. So, when yeah, are you gonna do I feel a drinking like game? Ambitious. Yeah, that's super ambitious. Like even, but all but even like uh, kills, we we weren't able to do that. I think we we missed the kills one. I think that was actually ten million, maybe. I'm not sure. Um, so we missed three community challenges already, like right now. Um, Maybe that's already an indication as well of like players just kind of not caring anymore because I, I'm i not sure. Did we have the community challenges in Odyssey? I feel we had them, right? Um, I don't remember them being like marketed if they mm. were. Um, yeah, I mean, especially because like due to the Ubisoft like API there that they have with Ubisoft Connect, like they know how many enemies we're killing. To me... Like the whoever is in charge of picking the like the max should just like look at what we do per month and then just like lower it by five percent so that we always win. Yeah. So at least it's exciting because like right now the fact that we haven't won, I don't think that's causing people to like go like we need to win. Maybe a few people, but like I think a few people are going. I don't think like enough people are helping us beat these challenges is like how it's coming across mm -hmm. um yeah um i don't know like the whole point of community challenges in my mind is to is, is a means to get uh uh i i like this I, th that's why i do this podcast and i have the discord and i i talk with you and i enjoy these games well after they've been launched is i love playing these single player games and being able to interact with other people who like the game like I do and being able to kind of um, suggest or be like, Oh, try this or this. I, I love that uh, engagement, you know? Mm -hmm. And so these challenges are a really cool idea and a way to kind of bring a bunch of people who play a single player game together yeah. to kind of be more in a community. But um it just like all the other things I, I know it just sounds so negative but i just can't help it's just it's another thing that like has just at 60 percent. like it just feels like it was quickly kind of put together it was an idea and they yeah. just did it and then nobody's hitting the challenges and it doesn't feel like there's any real path or idea on how to like it, maybe it's not that important to them, which is probably true. I'm not saying it needs to be super important, but I do think like if you're trying to increase player engagement after um, your launch, that like there there are certain a little bit more effort into these things could be made. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah for sure. Opinion. I mean, I, I did this, and did, this just comes back to one of the things that Odyssey during their post-launch learned. Because we had these um, contracts at launch where it was always, yeah, do one national treasure, uh, do uh, 30 Athenian soldiers, right? And it was every week it was the same. And so at one point it was like, eh, okay. And then during the post-launch or like a, a video for, I think, January or something, they said, yeah, we, we looked at that and we know people don't like it. So we have included new challenges for you to do. And then we suddenly had to kill enemies with a torch 
or with like poison weapons yeah. or like they they were more like varied than uh what we're seeing and mm-hmm. and and that just goes back to where Valhalla just it pretends in a way that Odyssey did not happen so it feels like we're back to zero and yeah we're oh we have all these boring challenges again yeah. hundred well, kills uh, oh. Yeah. That was fun too because the torch thing came out and it did a spark of inspiration. Yeah, and all these torch builds were coming out and people <laughs> were like, "Yeah, you can multiply fire down. You could make a pretty decent torch, like something that's like fun, you know?" Yeah, and, yeah. yeah. Uh, that, that was a really fun time. Yeah. Yeah, and then it was actually challenging and not like something you can just do. Uh, yeah, you really had to like think of it. And I think if a holiday can do a ton of things like that or link it to abilities like kill people with the feign death i'm just saying random things or uh with the man's best friend um i like as as an idea i really like it because i think more ways to earn opal for everyone great um but yeah these community challenges i think the the goals were like one million that's just like a a random like an easy random number to throw in there there doesn't seem to be Mm -hmm. that much thought put behind it but i also feel that a few weeks ago when they introduced our challenges we easily hit them but now every time we fail so i do think that also tells us a little bit about the uh, engagement that uh, this game currently has yeah uh, well, they yeah. also they have the answers to the test they know how many people were killing or enemies were killing they know how many yeah um how many different items we all have all, they know all this data they put it into ubisoft connect it could be pretty easy to kind of actually um funny yeah to kind of look at it and go huh we we could come up with a better target yeah yeah maybe they will change maybe it not. i mean they changed it i think yeah. for origins at one point as well they lowered it um but i actually funny mm-hmm. like when i went to i think ubisoft montreal uh for the origins uh, hidden ones dlc so january 2018 um mm-hmm. uh there were like these screens in the uh because i could, could like see the development team as well and they had these screens with stats like how many people were playing at this moment how many like all those interesting things um mm-hmm. th- that that were like interesting for developers to know so i like i'm sure that everyone like working there uh, developing the game maybe not now of course working from home it's kind of maybe kind of different but Usually they have the, these screens that tell us the stats that, uh, yeah, we are mm-hmm. talking about. So they must know a bit, but I think they, I mean, they just haven't changed it. Like maybe two months ago, it was a good idea. And now, yeah, people are, are going away doing something else. And that's totally fine, of course. Um, but now we're mm-hmm. like totally missing 10 Opal each week. So I hope they uh, change it. <laughs> Let's go to the submission. 10 we got. Opal, that's so much. I mean... <laughs> Hey, that's 30 Opal. That's uh, yeah, a cool uh, a tattoo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you are, all right. So we got a submission here. If you would like to have us talk about your submission, you can send it into assassinscast.com as I read off our current submission in a Ooh. very professional voice here uh, from Raven's Stand. Uh, I really wanted to love it, but it was boring. <laughs> Disappointing. I love how Finishing every submission is just super, like, a yeah. It's 
it's really hard to find like at the same time you don't want to like um this isn't the submission okay. this is me talking you don't you don't want to uh like only do positive stuff because then you're kind of like brushing certain things under the rug but i think that's just kind of the state we're in um, yeah yeah sure but i, I also game. want the people ask because i think most people and we like if you had, mm -hmm. had to ask like uh, do you like for holly yeah, sure of course uh, we are mm -hmm. just here like we want the game to be better. But I, I want to ask people as well listening to this. You're obviously sure you had some things with Valhalla like we had. But I think overall... And that's also like... It was boring, disappointing. Okay, but you still spent 120 hours. Like wh why did you continue yeah. if, if it was like... You, there must have been something that you liked, right? So I want to ask people as yeah. well if they... If, send us some things you liked about Valhalla in the, for the next episode. Assessorscast.com. Yeah. Um, and then we will read them here and maybe we should yeah. like do that as well. Every episode have one, like we, we might switch it up. One thing we both liked. Otherwise we sound like this sort of negative train g rolling. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, we, we we'll, obviously we'll finish your submission, Raven Stan. Sorry. I didn't mean, I was just noticing something, but, um, uh, and I noticed it in myself too, but, uh, so I, I feel you a little bit there yeah. finishing all the arcs was anti-climax. Uh, I can't be bothered to go around and collect anything I've missed or find the rest of the order members. I went back to my partly completed fourth playthrough of Odyssey yesterday and found myself enjoying it much more. And I've already done over 500 hours in that world. Wow. Uh, it light, it lacks anything fun my favorite way to play is more assassin style and valhalla just doesn't fit that yeah interesting I get that, yeah. i'm actually curious like because i feel like valhalla um expanded on the whole Whoa. assassin play style than odyssey did i'm not saying they're wrong i'm just I'm no i don't agree with you actually uh, i think i think uh, you don't agree with me? no 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 i think on the surface you look at it and you're like Okay, we have the lure the drunk guy. We have the um, we have the uh, the social stealth. We have yeah. some rocks hanging that we can shoot. Uh, of course, we have the hidden blade again. But if I think about Odyssey, and I know some people were like, "Oh, magic! Why am I like teleporting across?" It did like change the. Assassin uh, stealth gameplay way more. I could turn invisible, and that totally like I could move through a camp like I never would. So it totally like changed my stealth gameplay. I had cool ways to instantly nuke a target with a headshot, um, thanks to like the devastating shots um, and stuff like that. I I totally think that I enjoyed the um, yeah, the assassin gameplay more in Odyssey than in Valhalla overall because w what else do you have? Like you can like sh d use the Torn of Slumber to like put enemies to sleep. I really feel that mm -hmm. for Valhalla, if you've done one camp the stealth way, you've done them all. In Odyssey, I think through like certain abilities that you unlock later and stuff like that, it really like expanded. Uh, and then with the legs mm -hmm. of the first blade, the enemies would disappear immediately. Um, I really feel that overall Odyssey had the better... Like, you started out quite bad. Like, the first time you are in the grass as uh, Cassandra uh, assassinating a target or using the whistle. Like, you're, you're yeah. really bad. But as you go on, you get to rush assassinate if you choose to expand points there. You get the, uh, yeah, the turning invisible. Stuff like that. It really 
I think overall made it a more interesting stealth game, even though it was, of course, uh, magic, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I, I, I can see that. I still think that a lot of the mechanics that Valhalla, even if it's the assassinate to pick up, to me, the assassinate to pick up is the same thing as the assassinate and disappear from Odyssey, but it's more grounded, which is kind of what Valhalla... Remember, grounded was like the uh, marketing keyword for the game Valhalla. They, they obviously uh, were trying to... Um, if they, they believed that Odyssey was off the ground and they wanted to kind of bring things back to the ground and sure and i've and uh whether they did a good job at that or not we we, we can all still argue and, and discuss about but to me uh the assassin abilities that valhalla introduced like i think were things that i wish were in the original games i say this a couple times is like oh, the original assassins games uh, like the feign death ability is kind of cool, but that's not you an know, assassin like ability. Uh, sure, you assassinate, but like that is something. That's how it's used. Yeah. It's kind of like a trickery. Like that's the whole point of I think assassin abilities is this uh, obfuscation where you're um, you're trying to find alternate ways to take out your enemies than just going head to head right up uh, and, and and fighting them. But, yeah, 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 sure, sure. But I just add like, I just feel that if you were caught in Valhalla, it was like pretty mm -hmm. hard to to go back into stealth mode. And in in, in Odyssey, that yeah, was kind of like true. Uh, easier. And yeah. sure, you can do the feign death. But if there are like three enemies around you, you are like on the ground. You assassinate one, and then you're still in combat. Um, yeah, <laughs> I think yeah, I think Odyssey kind of pushed you to play differently and. Yeah, for the first, like, it was really also, I think the gear aspect is also, like, a big part. Like, it felt so good yeah. to be able to one-hit assassinate the captain in the camp, right? And in Valhalla, mm -hmm. you can assassinate everyone in one hit, and they chose to do that. And I totally get why, but it makes the, um, yeah, it, it makes you already feel super powerful early in the game, and it doesn't really change later on, uh, mm -hmm. I feel. Because the quick time yeah. event no, was just I, maybe too easy, or yeah, yeah. I I think that what you're 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 right. Like it, like part. I still think in terms of abilities that Valhalla did a lot. Like they, I think they've done a lot more in trying to expand the assassin part of the game. Um, but at the same time, I think you're right that the build system in Odyssey did kind of lead you to wanting to build out an assassin build or a play style yeah. a more than you can in valhalla uh for sure yeah 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 and um like but, i i still think uh, like what i i really feel that this is the sort of baseline for the stealth in uh in these mm -hmm. sort of more ipg like games like origins had i think origins like sure it lacked some elements that Valhalla has, but all in all it's kind of similar the stealth, I feel. Yeah. And because you had like yeah. a sleeping dart. Now now you have an arrow that you sleep. And and for, and Odyssey introduced some new elements. But I think like if they now they're gonna like expand upon what Valhalla did, and I think that that is when you will get more interesting stealth with hopefully more tools. Um because yeah, mm -hmm. right now, I don't know, it, it really feels like it's also interesting that the first item pack that we are getting right now from uh post launch that is a ranged armor pack. We only had w w uh, 
like warrior armor packs. And that was like also different with Odyssey. So that already shows you that they kind of know that there is only like the sort of Viking warrior playstyle uh, in mm -hmm. this game. Yeah. I think more people yeah, are saying definitely. yourself is not good. Like in the poll, 76% uh, says no. I mean, I wouldn't say like it's real bad, but uh, mm -hmm. I totally expected more from it. I, I really hope that... I just think yeah. stealth in general in Assassin's Creed games are uh, has been getting worse. Yeah. Um, as the as the time periods have less parkour -y areas, and it's not that parkour equals stealth. It's that um, objects and, and 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 verticalness gives you the ability to be stealthy, right? Um, and gives you the ability to maneuver without being seen. And so, as the maps have gotten larger and wider, um, and more open world and more freeform, like I feel like. Um, and as the AI has been less crowded, cities a little bit more spread. Like your the blending in stuff doesn't really work as well as it used to. And the stealth detection, the, like so, why? Why yeah. if I like walk by some guy, he immediately thinks, "Hey, this guy, I need to kill." Like that, that already like did not help either. Yeah, uh, the AI portion of it has started to really struggle. So, I definitely think that. Um, the gameplay of Assassin's Creed games is being kind of spread out a little bit, a little spread thin, like a thin piece of butter across toast. Like, uh, um, so at some point I feel like they need to really focus in on what, like, are we going to make an Assassin's game? I think they can uh, do are both. Are we going to make an RPG game? I think they can yeah. do both. And, um, like, I, I really feel that Valhalla, like, retooled it uh to um so we had origins which was like pretty basic compared to the other two games then odyssey went yeah. completely crazy and then valhalla was more like a response to odyssey hey we're going more grounded again and i think that if they continue yeah. with the valhalla structure they can okay we're going more grounded again but look at these cool new tools that we implemented and hopefully like more parkour i think one of the things that we will see in the next game mostly parkour because that's like one of the biggest i think things that they have been really like neglecting in the previous games so let's quickly go over that leak uh jordan do you want to uh so yeah, we'll I, just first quick. of all 100 fake but like I, I don't believe this one bit and actually some people like uh jonathan the french youtuber and uh rafiti spanish youtuber who usually know uh what they're talking about as well they all also said that it's uh likely fake but yeah. we can still like kind of discuss the it, main kinda. reason is it's it's kind of exciting i do like rumor season um at some point one of these rumors is going to be somewhat real like jor was saying they kind of feed off of each other a lot of times these are just folks who are trying to get attention but they're saying it's uh assassin's creed warriors in 2022 <laughs> uh it uh for uh in endo period japan um this is where i think it's like the key evidence that it's fake is like you play as a female only protagonist uh and the fact that the name is very like the name is pretty specific uh yeah. it's they don't have that yet i yeah like remember the whole uh what was uh, the name again jorah. from yeah jorah from uh yeah 
not saying like that that's just because Jora turned into Eivor means that that happens on every game. It's just when you notice with these rumors, you got to keep in mind if there's weird specifics, like just think for a second, like maybe those like, why is this all the most fleshed out part of this game at this point in time? You know, like that's yeah. the way I think about it is like, huh? Interesting. Um, but yeah, the, the playing as only female protagonist, that to me is the big um, indicator that this is fake because uh, we have heard from du- plenty of Ubisoft executives, leaders, and creators that uh, the two protagonist system, male being able to decide male and being able to decide female is the what they're leaning into with yeah. Assassin's Creed is for now. And that's uh, why I love the... the first game that doesn't do it. Yeah, I think we will, like, maybe if the... Because the the sort of more, most substantial rumor right now is that it will be, like, a more linear type game from Sophia that we get. Mm-hmm. Or Sophia. Mm-hmm. Or so, uh, and yeah. um, I could see that have, like, a female lead. If it's, like, really uh, a 10-hour, 15-hour story... Um, more uncharted like then i can see that happen right then it makes more sense because then it's weird if you have like two characters because then you really want to focus on this story but like for a true open world rpg game no we're, we're always gonna pick and that's why i really like with Valhalla they have to let the animus choose and then you're all only female a for like if you don't go to the mythical worlds i love that so that's basically them saying yeah, female Eivor is kind of the, the character we want you to play. So that was like a, a nice uh, yeah, way to get around that. But yeah, I agree with you. Mm-hmm. I don't think uh, that will happen in the mainline game. No, but I, the reason I do bring it up is not just to like give uh, this person attention, but um, I don't know. It's exciting. There is there is going to be a moment where someone's going to say something and we'll get like a Jason Schreier tweet and it's going to be we're going to pop off or something. Yeah um could I mean, happen we talked about it sometimes. before the show yeah. and and we're still like in march and usually march is like the the small start like for example uh march was when borderlands 3 was announced and then it launched in september of 2019 so th- th- mm-hmm. this is usually and uh for example uh april and, and may we for example know oh the new battlefield is coming in this and it will be announced in the spring and it will launch later this year so these couple of months will really be when we learn about new games coming out. And Ubisoft is in this weird position right now where we already know about three games, uh, three big AAA mm-hmm. games that they have coming. Um, Far Cry, Rainbow Six, Quarantine, or Parasite, whatever it will be called, and Skull and & Bones. And yeah, I don't think you want to launch Skull & Bones in November with a Battlefield and a Call of Duty and uh, all those other games. So I, I still don't know what they're going to do for the holiday period. would be weird to skip that completely. But uh, yeah. yeah, it's going to be interesting. I, free-to-play is really... They said really like this year will be the start. Like last year they started, of course, with Hyperscape. But this year will really be what we work towards to sort of the, the springboard for our free-to-play strategy. And... Like what we saw with the other big companies, when you have, what game are you gonna like, if you make a good, if you wanna like make a big splash in the free to play space, you wanna like launch with a series everyone likes. If that's an SS Creed free to play, I still think that would be huge. And it's possible on paper. Yeah. 
you're right. It's just so weird. It, I, I don't, I can't imagine that game per se. Like, I can imagine a free to play Assassin's Creed, and I can kind of dream it up. Uh, but with, I don't know. With, they would have to. The thing is, is the existing fan base of Assassin's Creed. There's already so many different types of fans of Assassin's Creed who have different types of expectations, and I think this game as good as i and i do enjoy this game and it's writing and all that stuff i would say that valhalla did leave all assassin's creed fans a little underwhelmed i i can't speak for all assassin's creed fans but i would say just from tapping into the nucleus of like all the different it wasn't like, origins I, we, or odyssey kids. like odyssey really like it did uh, not uh satisfy the the hardcore ac fans obviously who prefer the older yeah. games but um, and that that's funny. I also under one of my videos when I like made the comparisons with like things that I think Odyssey did better. Someone said, "Ah, we're co we've come full circle." I remember when Odyssey came out, everyone hating the game, and now everyone wishing that it came back. Obviously, we did yeah. not really hate it, but um, yeah, yeah th that that's kind of interesting, of of course. So um, uh, yeah, imagining a free to play game and how the community would react to that based on, especially if it's because if it's a free to play game, then it's built, it get generates its revenue through microtransactions, And there, and we're already kind of at this point where there's more helix gear. So maybe the free to play game would relieve that pressure uh, because then it's like, all right, fine. We're not paying 60 bucks to get less gear than if we had to pay for it at least it would now be different we get, for sure you know but i think maybe, a lot maybe of games are do are, are showing that it can work like you just like it's only cosmetics like maybe it would be better if if they launch with a facial customization system and all the helix items were only cosmetic maybe that would be the way yeah. to go because honestly like that's why I like uh, Immortals Phoenix yeah. Rising. Like Immortals could that type of game, I think, could really do well with like a free to play type experience. What if where you kind of Quebec made the free to play game? I, I, that would be my dream scenario, where the Montreal team would be, um, yeah, making the mainline games, so like the Fahalas mm -hmm. and the Origins, Black Flag, mm -hmm. and then um, yeah, Quebec would have this consistent free-to-play free game RPG and game. then yeah more rpg focused um because yeah that then you don't want like a single player or like a linear game it's gonna be fascinating but yeah i agree jordan i, I know we have to like uh, end the show soon mm -hmm. uh, um but yeah. Uh, yeah it will be fascinating i think we have to like set our expectations realistically low i, I always said hey a new game yeah. is gonna come this year and uh, what we learned this year is that everything is getting delayed. So I totally believe that at one point it was the plan to have a game this year. But um, <laughs> but yeah, we never we'll know. We will never know. Do some secret questions. <laughs> um, but that it has been pushed. But uh, yeah, the high chance that all Assassin's Creed things we will have this year is like Valhalla content and there should be a ton coming. Uh, so some people speculate mm -hmm. about the Druid expansion. I think it will be April uh, for that. We will likely hear more about that soon. So then we have like a full year of almost every month something new in Valhalla. Likely we will hear more about that mobile game that should be soft launching mm -hmm. in early 2022. And I think then then it gets crazy again because, they're again, they're not going to launch or wait. Like Valhalla 
and then the next game will not be three years. So then it should be like fall 2022 if you want to have mm-hmm. the Valhalla team launch in 2023. So, uh, yeah. And like, to be yeah. fair, Assassin's Creed is the only big thing with Rainbow Six that is actually doing really well for Ubisoft right now. Like, big thing, and then I don't count, mm-hmm. count like just then. So if they're going for the Activision model and doubling down on what works, then... I think we will see a lot of SS Creed stuff. Okay, um, yeah, predictions. Yeah. Uh, let, let, let's say... Oh, you have one. I mean, we don't have to. Or what, what do you think? Do you like my... Let, let's, <laughs> save, let's save them for next week. Uh, and then actually... Okay. Um, <laughs> I mean, you're optimistic, so I like that. Uh... <laughs> uh yeah, no, but uh, let, let's say I want to like go over the prediction as well to kind of like reset and see where yeah. we're going and then maybe switch to predictions for the actual expansion. Maybe that's more fun. Um, yeah, so, like kind of predict might, yeah. what, 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 what we think will happen in the Druids DLC. That might actually be more fun. Okay, that would be a lot more fun, I think. Yeah, okay, totally. uh, so we're gonna do that. So thanks everyone for listening, of course. Thanks everyone for watching your live on Twitch. Really appreciate you all being here. Saw some fun discussions there, some fun polls. So really, really cool to see. Mm-hmm. Of course, um, you can like listen to the podcast. It goes live every Saturday on your favorite podcast service. You can download it on SoundCloud. Um, you can leave a review on Apple Podcasts. That would really help us out. And then we will read it likely here on the show. And again, send in. I mean, we know people are listening. Send in the things mm-hmm. or like one thing you like about Valhalla. We want to know that. AssassinsCast.com. Sure. For every complaint, put one thing you like, you know. Yeah, I don't know. you can <laughs> totally complain about the bugs, but we also want to hear something you like. Maybe you should, like, add that to the form. Like, instead of, like, who are yeah. you going to play, wh- wh- name one thing you like. And we will bring those yeah. things ourselves as well uh, in the coming yeah. weeks. So, uh, you can, of course, support the show if you want. Uh, it's not necessary, but it would help us out. You can go to YouTube, uh, to my YouTube channel, hit the join button next to the subscribe button. Then for $2 per month, you get the video version of the show when the audio version goes live as well, so you can see our faces. And uh, for $5 per month, you can have access to the show two days early, so then you can watch it immediately after we live record here on Twitch. Or you can be here when it all happens on Twitch and support us there, like uh, Hambone obviously did with his crazy gifting uh, sub. Like, I don't know what to say anymore, Hambone. And of course, everyone else, like the person <laughs> is going crazy as well. Really appreciate everyone uh, supporting here. And we had, of course, Melatris with the Prime sub as well. Like, it really helps us and, uh, yeah, yeah, helps us make this content. So thanks for all of that. Uh, I hope to see you next week or as well or in an uh, upcoming video. We want merch. Okay, okay, okay. I can uh, try. And try and <laughs> all right, all right. Handbone on, on our shirts. That that would be pretty dope. That would be pretty dope. Okay. Uh, Thanks, everyone, for uh, listening. Thanks, Jordan, of course, for joining. Where can people find you real quick? They, You can always find me on Twitter. Uh, chat at me at It's Jordan Does. And uh, that's good. That's good. Cool, cool, cool. And uh, yeah, see you in the next video. And uh, goodbye. See you, everybody.